2023. Man, here we are, Jay. Back at it again. You and I. Nigga talk. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga talk. Hey, we started the last four episodes by just screaming nigga. (laughs) Just like the old days. We did it all during Black History Month, too. I think, hey, is that okay? Well, here's the thing, bro. It's the first episode of Women's History Month, and KC is not here. Oh, shit. That's disrespectful. She is on vacation for Women's yeah. History Month. That's what's happening. She's kicking some ass. That's what she's doing right yeah. now. She's kicking some ass right now. She beats Shout out to Khadija. In kickball. Uh, she I out there with the kid. Five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's up? What's happening? What's cracking, everybody? It is what's Tyler up? What's up? What's from up? the No Clarence Podcast here, and I'm chilling, and I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, the light-skinned assassin, the producer of the pod himself, Mr. Wes, J, J Ho, <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I wanted to see how many more nicknames you can <laughs> How you been, bro? Oh, that was loud. Uh, I've, been, I've been good, you know, just chilling, you know, uh. I'm happy to be back. I've been busy, man. I just I had a crazy work week last week. I don't want to talk about it, but you know, yeah, we I'm missed back. you last week, bro. We missed you, yeah, for real, for real. But it was cool. Shout a- out to uh, shout out to my wife for being on the episode last week. Hey, it was <clears throat> hilarious. I I listened to it, I, and it was just y'all were having me crack up. You was all on all in your lonesome tea. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good though, you know. That, that's oh, my life, man. though. That's my life for real, for real. I guess so, man. You know, it's tough. It's tough being the only man sometimes. Yeah. You ever, yeah. You ever become the only man by accident? Like, yep. you didn't even know that this was going to be an all-woman's thing, and then you show up, and you're like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> ah. here, here I am just chilling. Uh, right? Damn. Right. No, now I got... Now, you, like, you have that... You feel like, uh, I keep an eye on them. They're like fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta Bruh, do all the stepping you, up. I'll never forget one time, and I'm sure they listen to this, some of them. But one time, like, it was just me as a man, like the only man in the jump. And they put on some music, and everybody just started twerking. I'm just looking up at the ceiling. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you ain't gonna catch it to me, uh, You know what I do? I focus. Right. I focus on my woman. Just I'm like, in. yeah, baby. Fuck it up, baby. <laughs> girl, Come I baby. Fuck it up. I see you, girl. I see you. <laughs> I see you, girl. I just you. Only you. <laughs> Only keeping my eyes on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it be, though, bro. It's the man. life we chose. You feel yeah. me? <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, it is what it is, bro. It's hey, hard speaking- sometimes. Oh, real quick, I ain't gonna get too deep into it, but I went to WWE SmackDown last weekend, bro. Oh, word. You know, I always wanted to do that when I was a kid. Yo, Rey Mysterio is still doing it, bro. You know what? You know what? He ain't even the oldest nigga out there. Bro, here's the storyline, though. He got a kid who wrestles. His kid don't like him. So yeah, Rey Mysterio that. walks out, and his kid punches him <laughs> in the gut, <laughs> and he just falls down. <laughs> you know what? Good for good for him because you know that's dope to be able to fight your dad and it is that cool. Stuff. 
Rick Flair's daughter. Wrestling. Yeah, Ric Flair's daughter. She looked like a racist. All we was doing after the fight, because she was the main event, so after her, it was over. Everybody walking out was just like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> like, for good 10 minutes. Woo! Like, it was it was something crazy. I like to say that I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm not a spectator, but I watch <clears> from <throat> a distance, like through Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, keep I up don't, with like, it. I keep right. up with it, but I don't sit down and watch it. Right, like You're I know loyal. who's who. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not twelve. Exactly. You can't sit there and watch it every week. Like, as a, if you got to be a real fan to do that. Exactly. I just like exactly. peeking. You know, I like seeing like some of my wrestlers' kids are wrestling now. Mm. Like mm. Rikishi's son. Rikishi's sons, I mean. Wow. Both that's his sons crazy. are wrestling. They're twins. One's married to a black woman. Shout out to that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of getting in the rink, man, uh Creed three. Creed three yes. dropped last weekend, bro. I know we gave our opinions or expectations of it last yeah. week. And uh so I'm gonna go ahead and let you like talk your say, talk, man. What I, you think of the movie? First off, you was you hit the nail <laughs> on the head. <laughs> <laughs> last yes. week you hit the nail on the head. I literally was like, I know what I'm getting from a Creed movie. Yeah. And I got it's, everything. It's literally Rocky, you know, but Rocky, it's you could do so many things. Um, right. First off, let's give it a shout out because it broke the record for the biggest opening for a sports film ever. That's major. The, sports films don't be getting that much. Yeah, love, they don't be real. getting love like that. You know, they get love, but they don't be getting like people ain't going to the theaters to see it. Right. 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 So, good shout out MBJ for that, and this is the biggest opening in the Rocky franchise as well. That's dope. That's yeah, dope. it made. In the opening week, I think it made fifty-one million. That was as of Saturday. I think by Sunday it was at fifty-three, fifty-four. Hey, before we get deeper into this, let me ask you a question now. Now the Rocky series, the Rocky Creed series, now has what uh, nine movies? Nine, yeah, right? nine movies. Yeah. Okay, out of the nine, let's do a top three. Okay. What is your top three? Uh, ooh. Creed one, two, and three. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It gotta be. It gotta be Creed one, Rocky four, because that's the most infamous one. Uh-huh. And then Creed three. This movie was amazing. This I am going with. Amazing. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Rocky two, Rocky okay. four, and and Creed three. Okay. Rocky two is is that jump was crazy when they both punch each other out at the same time and it was a race to get up. That was yeah. nuts. Rocky yeah. four. Oh shit, I do remember that. And they had um Eye of the Tiger as the last. That's song. the one with Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Was Rocky, and then was Rocky two or four, Rocky uh, two was Eye of the Tiger. Okay. And then Rocky four was Hearts on Fire. That song, boy, I was playing out in the car the other day. <laughs> I was playing out in the car the other day, bro. You couldn't tell me I wasn't a white man for a good five minutes. <laughs> That's about soul oh, right there. But no, nah, Creed Three was awesome. Yeah, it was. I fucking love this movie. Like every minute of it. Yeah, it was. My only gripe is like, I, I'll say my gripes for the end because it okay. wasn't even that big of a deal. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, um, um, I love the storyline, bro. I love the story. My, I literally the storyline was. It, was truly inspired by anime. 
Like, well, it's, this... it's interesting because we look at it <clears throat> in the beginning. Spoilers, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler going, alert. We're gonna there. spoil the movie. Um, in the beginning of the movie, when I see uh, Adonis beating up old dude, and I'm yeah. like, "What the heck is wrong with this little nigga?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, why is he? Because you know, you see the trailer, you see they all get in trouble and stuff. I'm like, why? Why would he even spaz on somebody? Like yeah. That? You feel me? And so to start the movie with that and then to see the progression of the storyline and how, yeah. it, you know, it all leads to the fight. I thought it was I thought it was very well done. Shout out to Ryan Coogler once again, writing the, um, for for writing the movie. And, you know, the, it wasn't it was well just done. him, though. It was Michael B as well. OK, Michael B okay. and Ryan Coogler and Ryan Coogler's brother also wrote on this one. It was all yeah. three of them combined. Right in this. Uh, oh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone still got an executive producer credit. So shout yeah, out to him for getting on that. Well, <laughs> there's a reason. There, there's some drama behind the scenes on why he wasn't in this movie. Really? Yeah. And what has nothing to do with Michael B, though. It has to do with the, the dude who owns the rights to the Rocky franchise. They have bad blood. Real bad. They don't fuck with each other. Who, like Sylvester got, Stallone? And Sylvester the Stallone and the and the dude that owns the rights to the Rocky franchise, they don't fuck with each other. I forgot wow. his name, but I just looked it up too. It escapes me. But they don't get along. So like when I seen an interview when um, Sylvester Stallone was being interviewed and he was asked like, "Why weren't you in Creed 3? He's like, "I'm not gonna see it." Um, but I would love to do Creed four as long as that as long as that other guy ain't in it ain't involved. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, ain't even bring him up. I don't even think. Yeah, that's Rocky why I up. think. I think that's why they didn't bring, even bring him up because of that dude. Well, at least Sylvester Stallone ain't hating on um, Michael yeah. B though. That's oh, all. Oh, he said really he loved Michael B. Yeah, he said he's he like, not get gonna your see money. this movie. Yeah, just, just like get your money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he said he ain't gonna watch it, but he said he supported him 100. percent It's nothing between them two. But I love yeah. this movie. I thought Jonathan Majors, he really elevated Michael B. Jordan's performance. Big time. I feel that. Big time. I feel like it really rubbed off on him. And I really, and like, it's hard to do something, to, to elevate your acting ability while at the same time directing. Yes. Like, this is yes. also his directorial debut. And he fucking killed it. He has some beautiful shots in the movie, like the one right in there in the locker room, right when um he wished, he wished uh Jonathan Majors luck. And then yes. they, he walked was walking out and it froze. And you could just see like how you could tell that Michael B. Jordan is holding on to some just from just looking at the picture, just from yeah. that shot. And that uh what's his face? Jonathan Majors is all his his side's all lit up, it's open. It's like he's not he don't got nothing to hide. Oh, his side was light. Yeah, lit yeah. up. And Michael B's was dark. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Good. That was a good one, Jay. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a beautiful shot. And I, when I seen that, I was like, oh, Michael B's in his bag. It was, I didn't even, it wasn't even the fight scenes that made me think he was in his mm. bag. It was the mm. shots like that. But I love I loved the fight scene. The first fight scene when um, he was getting his ass whooped a little bit. Oh, he, uh, Michael like, B's I, last, it was his last yeah, fight. It's supposed to yeah. be his last fight. I thought that was dope. It was, that's direct. That's inspired by anime too, because there's always the bad motherfucker in anime always gets a slow motion fight when they whoop somebody's ass real quick. Well, he yeah. said the first fight was supposed to show the true art of boxing. Yeah. Well, so, it 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 was that too. Yeah. No, it was. It was. <laughs> I really was. loved how he. Uh, and I like how he kind of. Well, 
for this, I don't know. For some reason, this feels like I don't. Well, of course, it ain't gonna be the last one, but it felt like a like a something There's that a finality closed. To it. Yeah, it was a finality yeah. to it, and so it was good to see Ricky Con was it Conway. Conway. Uh, it was good to see him defeat Ricky Conway. Uh, you know, the dude he yeah. lost to in the first creep. So I thought yeah. that was cool. That was dope. That was dope to see because I forgot that he lost in the first one. Yeah. I always forget that Rocky lost in the first one, too. Like, I, that's something you always forget. I don't know why. Well, but I'll never forget. It was dope to see that. I like <laughs> to see that he was cool with Drago. Yes. How they were training together. Yes. Um, was- but, yeah, he, I think MBJ hit the ball at the park. Yep. With this one, because he, like, I want, I'm interested to see what he has to direct next, because he really, like, even like the tension, you could feel the tension. Every time Jonathan Majors was on was on screen before that fight he had with exactly. the Spanish dude, you just exactly. felt the tension like between them. Yeah, like, like the whole time. Because I'm waiting on I'm waiting on Jonathan Majors or Diamond Dame. I'm waiting on Dame to like air him out to his wife yeah. on like what happened between them two. You know what exactly. I'm saying? But he just kept leaving us with that. Like the elephant in the room situation. Every time he spoke, it sounded like he had so, there was another meaning to it. Yeah, exactly. And like you can exactly. every time Michael B was on screen before that fight, before Dame's first fight, you could just feel the guilt. Yep. Like I just loved how you they was able to make you feel these things without telling you these things. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a prime example of show don't tell. This is mm. how you make a good movie. Like mm. a bad movie, a lot of times bad movies are defined as like they over explain everything to you. You don't have to explain some things to people. You could just if you film it in a way to make you feel it without no words being said or yeah, understand yeah, what's going awesome. on without words being said. Those are the movies that people say, oh, those, that's a really good movie. A couple of things that was interesting to me. Yes. After Diamond Dame won and got the heavyweight championship, they was out on the beach. Where all them niggas come from? That's where he get all them friends. No, but here's my <laughs> here's my problem. Here's my problem. Now, now I don't know how long it was between him getting out of jail, okay, and him saying he said he like just, two weeks, a couple weeks. It was no, but I'm saying, but from the fight, him getting out of jail, oh, and to the fight. him and him after the fight, because I know he was saying he just trying to, you know, not uh, what's it called? Uh, he's trying to, you know, stay under probation, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The nigga, who hands the nigga the gun? <laughs> like, <laughs> why would you hand him the gun? He just got out of jail. He did just get out of jail. And he just tucked it in. He just yeah. he got the judge and just tuck, he got the gun, just tucked that joint in. I was like, oh, what shit. is going on? That's when all the tension snaps, though. Yes. Right in that part is when, like, it was like an explosion. Like, the tension's finally gone. And I almost forgot. I almost but forgot that. Um, I almost forgot that uh, I had to remember that Michael B was a retired boxer at that moment because he knocked that boy out. And I was like, yeah. you can go to jail for that, can't you? But I was like, oh, yeah, he's not no, a he No, 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 that's a myth. That's a myth. It is. Yeah, that's Explain. a myth. So if the hands there's, are, no, there's no such thing, no law as your hands are lethal weapons. Okay. That's not okay. a law. That's a myth. Oh, that's <laughs> so a myth buster he wouldn't right go now. to jail. Yeah. He'll just get, he'll just probably get judged more harshly. But that's not a law. It took everything for him. He that man got punched. He walked away, Yo, he and then Cuz called him Baby Creed, and he, he came, came back. back. He did. Hey, he showed growth. Major, 
major growth because in the first movie he was knocking folk he, out for just being he, called Baby Creek. Yeah, he swung. Did no, not even a moment to think. He just full swing, snap, <laughs> like knocking niggas out left and right. I ain't gonna lie. The scene after that, I had a I had a quick problem with with Tessa Thompson. Well, I forget her character's name. What's wrong? Uh, what happened with Tessa Thompson? Look, the man had a black guy. He was sitting there drinking his drink. You yeah. gonna ask this nigga to open up now? Oh yeah, <laughs> bad timing, bad and, timing. And he was like, "Look, like I, I just, just need like, a bro, I just I'll got tell you in a minute, right? I can talk to you later. Like, just let me sit down." And then she just keep like just I was say that I was say that because she had good intentions, yeah. but she just it, keep trying to make this man open up. And it was like, and then he finally, you know, he's passing his daughter right there, and I'm just like. Is she, you know what? She blamed him. Right. Like, this is horrible. This is horrible. This is horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. Uh, but I must say, it's horrible. Thank God she was deaf. Because if she heard that yelling, that would have scared her so much. Oh yeah, God. yeah. I mean, I but mean, she still looks she's probably, She still looked concerned, but she wasn't. She never like, seen her father like be upset like that to her mother. Ah! Right, like he was. Like he was upset. <laughs> this man was so mad and then but i'm sitting there like yo she really she really sitting here getting upset at him for not saying nothing after yeah. the nigga i'm i'm just like look i like just believe this nigga i need a second <laughs> like can we please just talk about this later but you well, see you know me what? with a black eye yeah. holding a drink in my hand what makes you think hey. i am in a mental state to discuss <laughs> my issues hey we still gotta be better at communicating though because that nigga should have been like jay he, I, I, there's no monday more than quarterbacking but like this is how you learn a lesson if he was like took a breath and was like i really need to talk about this another time i just need to enjoy my drink <laughs> but he's yo he literally was like I, he literally was like I don't want to talk about this right now <laughs> hey hey I've learned I've learned I've learned that that's not enough that's not enough for women bro what you is enough over explain you gotta say hey I know this is concerning but I don't want to talk about this moment we will talk about this at another time I mean Maybe I am in emotionally not in a position to be able to explain anything to you at this moment Exactly, something like that. But at the same time, <laughs> hey, hey, you see a man with a black guy drinking a drink. Maybe you don't approach him. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you give him a minute. Maybe you give rub him my minute. head, hey, rub my head. You know, maybe what I'm saying? come like, up, maybe go up to him and be like, "Hey, you okay? What happened?" If you say you don't want to talk about, maybe give him that breathe, breathe give, give him a breath, breath. Give a nigga come back a hug. in a few hours. You know what I'm saying? Just hug me. Say, I'll yeah. be back. Come back in a few hours. I was, he just I was got punched like in the that. face by his best friend. Found out that his mom, found out his mom didn't write, been hiding the letters, hiding the letters, and then the nigga that ruined his the biggest event he's had outside of his boxing career, the biggest event he's had outside of his boxing career, his own boy got one of his jail homies to just, (laughs) just mess it up. Yeah, that was before the fight too. That was before the fight. There was a lot of things building up. Hey, and the scene with Stephen A. Smith. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith for being who he is. (laughs) Stephen A. Smith did incredible. He be on the Young and the Restless. 
Yeah. First of all, first of all, I ain't never in my life. I've never in my life seen on first take a nigga call in. Yeah, call on the phone. No, that no, yo, never. you you seen that. They have they've had that before. They've had that before. I've seen it before. I don't remember yeah. when, but I know I've seen it before. But that was a great scene. That, that was, was a great scene. Because they said, I, I not at no nighttime. Not at nighttime. Right. Ain't nobody hey. calling it at nighttime. First of all, Stephen A. Smith is not on at nighttime. Like, yeah. that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Not for no but, boxing. Right. But he said, oh, it's on? It's on. It's and on? as soon as they said it's on, took the earpiece on, walked away. I'm yeah. like, oh. Oh. We got a master. We got something. I was that montage, the train montage. J Cole came on. Yep. What you think of the J Cole song? Well, I I still got to listen to the whole uh, studio to the whole uh, album, but I like that joint. Yeah, I I thought it was good for the montage. You know, I really like that. I think yo, no, seriously, because it was very it was personal, personalized type. Yeah, and it had this nigga Michael B looking like Baron Davis. <laughs> he looked like he was older. I like how they really made him look like he was old. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he grew out the mustache. The mustache yeah, he grew out the beard. Thicker. The beard was. The, the yeah. Beard, the mustache yeah. was super thick. The beard. <laughs> he, hey, he wasn't training like he used to. Right. He, he had the t-shirt on the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he had a shirt on the whole time. <laughs> you know, you old when you trading in long sleeves and hey, his baggy the, t-shirts. Hey, the beginning, right? And so to go back to the beginning. It, Ain't it funny how Jonathan Majors didn't take off his shirt until that fight? He didn't take off his shirt until the Just first fight. Just for the woman yep. to be like, ooh. Trying to build that anticipation. <laughs> Trying to build that Yo, anticipation. But what's it called? I don't know. Somebody. He came out like Tyson. You think he was on steroids? No. That's what I thought. Have you, he, have he you really heard just, his, have you, have you seen I know he's working on that other movie. Um, he's working on a movie where he's playing a bodybuilder. It's called like Magazine Beauty. Something yeah, something like that. Like that. Magazine yeah, Dreams. Yeah. One of the magazine two. dreams. It's magazine some. Yeah, it's magazine some. But yeah, but yeah, he was eating like four or five meals a day, working out six hundred and ten calories. Yes, no, six thousand sixty one hundred. Yes, sixty one hundred calories. Sixty one hundred calories a day, and he was lifting three times a day. Yeah, Oof. yeah. Oof. All the time in the world, man. All the time in the world. Being an actor must be nice. Um, they give you that time yeah. to work out multiple times a day so you could be ready for a role like that. But he's yeah. killing it, right? Michael, yo, oh, Jonathan no. Majors is. <clears throat> I still got to see Ant Man, but no, he's doing his thing. becoming like Denzel Caliber, I feel like. Mm. I feel like not even off like the movies he's done so far, just based off his acting ability. Yeah. This no, nigga knows how to make you feel. Like knows how to get bring emotion out of people by his acting. Without, without, and he don't say too many words. No, not too He's many words. Really at all. good with the facial expressions. Yes, real really good, good at it. Like you even know. when he was in, uh, when he was Kang, he was so like intimidating and threatening. You felt like there was something going on. Bro, he like, does this just, really good thing. He got this really good move where he can like his face be still and then yeah. he just do that little 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 chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do, the, do that smile. And just <laughs> yeah, that smile. Yeah, that smile. That's just creepy as fuck. Yep. <laughs> and he was like, I felt like he was really channeling Mike Tyson. Mm. Mm, he was like moving like, I felt like he was moving like Mike. Like even when yeah. he came out the, for the fights, he had the fucking <clears throat> yep. hoodie cut oh, like a very poncho. True. Very and true. then when he walked out for the final fight with, with Creed, 
He came out with no shirt on, just and there. that kind of makes sense just because of the the, the era where he was like supposed yeah, he was to be like the, up. that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his boxing style was kind of old school too. Yeah, he was uh, doing the Philly with shell, like, even with like covering up. Yeah, he was doing nature. the shell and shit. I was like, yeah, oh. man, yeah. But it was a heck um, of a. It was a good. I love the the boxing match at the end was really dope. Yeah, the fight. The final you fight. Think was, of the, what did you think of the um the boxing sequence when they uh when everybody oh, when everything, in the stadium disappeared and it was just him oh. and, and it was just them oh. two. Oh. That shit. All right, that shit was directly inspired by Naruto. Right. And Naruto and Sasuke's final fight. Really. Where everything just got quiet. Like, there was barely any music. All you hear is the punches. Mm. Like, the music's real low. Everything's quiet. All you're hearing is the breathing, the punches. Like, and you could just feel the emotions between the two of them. Like, there's no more talking. The only way they know how to communicate is with their fist. Right. And, like, the whole world, the only thing they was focused on was each other. And it was just, like, it was beautiful and entertaining. It was, like, Literally, he directly, and that was directly inspired by Naruto. They say, like, it's directly inspired from Naruto and Sasuke's fight, but they're also saying that it's, like, another fight from Naruto that's just as pivotal and just as emotional was uh, the fight between Kakashi and Obito. And it's the it's the clash of the brothers. So, like, oh, okay. the clash is Sasuke and Naruto. They're not blood brothers, but they they grew, they grew up, came up together as ninja together. They're brothers. And then... They're trying. They have. They're going different ways, and they're trying to bring each other back. Naruto's trying to bring Sasuke back. Sasuke's trying to be like, "Nah, fuck you. Like, leave me alone." And it's like the pull between the brothers. Same with Kakashi and Obito. They were brothers. Obito gave up his life for Kakashi, but he ended up surviving somehow. And they got in a final fight. It was a whole thing. It was they went into a whole nother dimension, just like in Creed. And it just was like just them fighting, and everything was quiet. The music was low. It was. I love shit like that. Not even just in anime. Like if they did more fights like that in movies, it was just, it's just like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it was very intense. Oh, yeah. that was bro. I gotta tell you about. When I was at the theater. Um, the scene when Dame knocked out Felix. <clears throat> yeah, he fucked that nigga up. When he knocked him out, this lady in the back just goes, "Oh Lord!" <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, "Oh my goodness!" Hey. That shit, no, that shit looked painful. Yeah, that yeah. shit looked so painful. It, he, like, he punched him in the shoulder first. Yeah, he kept like, punching. Is that, that illegal? Crazy. Is that illegal? So. I have no idea. I don't. I have think no so. idea either. I feel like everything's like I got to get a boxer on technically right athletic. in the shoulder, huh? <laughs> I got to get a boxer on technically athletic. Yeah, so I, I was like, I was like, <laughs> is that against the rules? <laughs> right. I don't know. It was just punch him in the arm. I was like, yeah, he was punched him in the arm. I was like, is that against the rules? I, don't I know. feel like people, you. I feel like if you throwing punches, you're gonna get hit in the arm once or twice. Yeah, you're gonna get hit in the shoulder, I guess, right? Yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> but, I don't know. But <laughs> it like was the weird. knee to the when he hit him with the knee, I was like, oh, that was dirty. But like, and, and Dave just had to look like, I don't, I don't care what y'all niggas think. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fuck this nigga up and I'm gonna get this fucking belt. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a motherfucker. <laughs> he whooped that boy's ass. But yeah, this that but that final fight was. Had so many things from that directly pulled from anime. That double punch when they both oh, punch yeah, each yeah. other. 
Yeah. That's directly from Naruto and Sasuke's fight as well, but it's also directly from DBZ when Vegeta and Goku mm. both had that double punch. And then that gut punch from the trailer when yeah. when Dame got uh, Creed right in the belly and the sweat popped out. It still that's from, bad. That's from yeah. Dragon Ball Z as well. It looked bad in the theaters too. I like oh, that. yeah. That's, ooh, I was like, ooh. Dang, I was like, I fell to the ground a little bit. I was like, ooh. <laughs> that shit Do looked like think... it hurt. Okay. It's because me and my, uh, me and Drew been talking about this. Yeah. If they do a Creed Four, it's the daughter of the boxer. Ooh. And it's he the trainer. Go. We we have to wait another. I don't know how old the little girl is, but I feel like we have to wait like ten years. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. But I kind of just I want I kind of want to see Michael B fight again. I don't think. <laughs> I kind of want to see a fight. Again. Okay, in in the they in had the Rocky six motherfucking series, Rockies. Yeah, they had six Rockies where two of them, one he did a street fight with a dude that he was supposed to train, and then another yeah. one he came out of retirement to fight Tarver. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's you know it's possible. They got four Rockies, and after the second one, he retired. No, he retired after the third one. After the third one, one I kept, mean, sorry. He kept coming out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> after the third one, yeah. Well, the fifth one was when he beat that dude in the, up in the street. That's what I'm saying. The, the fifth one, yeah. one was a brawl. The sixth one was Balboa. I think they called it Balboa or Rocky. Yeah. I forget what Yeah, it was just called Bal- yeah. Rocky Balboa. That's what it was called. And then, uh, yeah, the fourth one was Drago, man. Yeah. So. And then Creed, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, they we'll might see. have to I go mean, with he the can always, next. Yeah, he can always just come out of retirement, either that or. Again. Uh, you know, he just start. You know, he meets. I don't know who. I I don't know that. I'm, yeah, this honestly, this might be the end. I can see until they do the, the daughter. They could do the daughter, but they'd have to wait like ten years. They have to make sure to get a real good. But like, will people see a female, uh, like a a woman boxing movie like that's like in the Rocky universe? And she deaf, so the whole yeah, thing being sign language. Yeah. Shout out to that young actress. There's a lot of young actors right now coming up that's doing sign language. Young black actors. Hey, bro, she hit that little white girl with that haymaker, bro. Oh, she. I'm so proud of her. Right? I was like, that's so proud. So proud. I was like, how um, you gonna rip? How you gonna rip uh, somebody art? She. Yeah. I know. That was perfect, though. The camera. When they saw that joke. They can't really be mean about like regular kids. While that joke was ripping, you just see punch was swinging. (laughs) (laughs) But I just want to give a shout out to all these young actors. Like this, the second young actor that's like that's deaf, um, and they had to learn ASL. This uh, this happened recently on The Last of Us. That little black boy on there, he was deaf, and I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but you should watch that show. I still ain't. I've been watching Wu Tang series and yeah, some other stuff. um, Yeah, but um, yeah. Shout out to that because it's 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 dope to see that more deaf actors are coming up, especially since that deaf actor won that Oscar for best actor last year. Yeah. So it's, it's dope to see, you know, it's dope to see. And man, uh, <clears throat> as soon as I came home from this movie, bro, I watched the Chris Rock special. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I was uh, about to too, but I did it. It was awesome because I mean live. It was live. Yeah, I was gonna say that's dope. That Straight was live. up live in Baltimore. Yeah. Um. I thought Chris Rock. Hey, before Rock, you get into this, can I tell you what happened to me after I went to the movies? Okay. Quick sidebar. Yeah. So, 
Jada and I went to a re- went to this restaurant across from the hotel where y'all stayed at. Like that oh, plaza for across where the I way. Stayed at? For where yeah, for where y'all stayed. That okay. plaza across the way, they had this restaurant we've been interested in going to called Game yeah. Time. It's called It's Game Time. Okay. And bruh, we went in there. First off, the door was locked. And then they had to let us in and pat us down to go sit in this restaurant. And that's just what I should. I should have just went home and watched Chris Rock. <laughs> and then these things had the nerve, the audacity, to include gratuity in the check. How much? Twenty percent. Twenty. Twenty percent. That's tragic. Back to the Chris Rock special. I just had to put, put that in. Put, put that in there. Twenty <laughs> percent though. That was crazy. So Chris Rock, Chris Rock had a lot to talk about. Yes, uh, Chris Rock special is called Selective Outrage. Yes, uh, perfect so, name. Yeah, he talked about uh, a lot of different things. Meghan Markle. He talked about uh, just parenting. Um, mm-hmm. The Kardashians. Know, people, people want attention. The Kardashians. Um, abortion. <laughs> <laughs> and of course. He saved the Will Smith joke for the end. Yeah. Um, and let me just say, this is a prime <laughs> example of don't just read the headlines and watch the clips. Watch the whole thing. Yeah. Because all that stuff out of context yeah. sounds terrible. Yeah. Everything out of context will sound bad. But I think, I, here's the thing. I, I am, I'm a big fan of Chris Rock. I, I've gone on HBO, went back and watched a lot of the old specials. <clears throat> and I like how he's just totally prepared like this man he got the script in his mind and i'm running through this joint like whether y'all think it's funny or not i would just keep going you know what i'm saying and he just be having some crazy takes hey the you know way he talks is hilarious to me yeah just the yeah. way he's <laughs> listen people Yo, when he, I'll never forget when he, uh, one of his specials, he was like, Hillary just need to get on her knees and suck that dick. <laughs> hey, <Talk. laughs> hey, when he was like, you know what, you know what, uh, Elon Musk does every time he sells the Tesla? He gets his dick sucked. I was like, I lost it. Yo, you know why he looked weird like that? Because the man has negative cum. Negative cum. It was crazy. <laughs> negative cum was crazy, bro. <laughs> Yo, hey, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, bro. I watched the Harry and Meghan Netflix special. Yeah, like, maybe not the whole thing, but I watched some of it, and I can understand. I can partly understand why Chris Rock is like, bruh. Yeah, I thought that from the get go. I was like, of course these things is racist. They are the original racist. <laughs> and my thing is, I I know you shouldn't go into nothing with expectations. They are the whitest of white families. You they should, are the original you, yeah. whites. I know you shouldn't go into something with with expectation and stuff, but like, like she they they talked about how she was like a very educated person, like she did yeah. she did a lot of international public affairs, and you sitting there like, how did you not know this family was going to you know show they show they butt you know show they ass like they are no aware sense. they are aware of every single generation of their family. Now I will every say, single generation I, of the fib they're aware of. Every member, 
they have the whole timeline, the whole family tree. Uh, Ain't one nigga in that fucking family tree. And you gonna be the first one, and you damn near clear black. You ain't even black. You just as light as me. And you got, and you don't expect them to treat you like they treat light skinned people in America? No. It's the one drop rule. You gotta drop a nigga in you. To them, you a nigga. I, I'm just saying. I will say this. What I, the media, what the media did to her was very that was fucked up. That was, and I think that was really the the, you know, I I don't know, I ain't finish it, but what the media did to her was cold, bro. Now I know he, now he didn't talk though. about that, yeah, but I do like how he just talked about the fact that you know it's like selective outrage, like you got to see mm-hmm. the other side. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Now the Will Smith joint, I'm I'm glad that he, uh, I'm, I'm glad he didn't talk about getting slapped by Will Smith right after getting slapped, and he got his money first. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm gonna save I, well, my money. Exactly. I don't know why people. I've seen some things where people are like, "Oh, how you go? You how you gonna call someone a bitch ass nigga and you didn't do nothing when you got slapped in the face?" And it's like, at the same he clearly time, did. whoever said that ain't watched the special. Yeah, they ain't watched the special. He answered all the questions. Yeah, he answered all the questions. But um, because it was definitely just a response to the clip. But. The whole thing, it made sense. Everything he said in that last 20 minutes of him going off on Will and Jada was 100% valid. And I would have said the same shit. Even when he called Jada a bitch. He only called her a bitch once. And I would have said this bitch too. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, he was just like, you not going to take out your frustrations or something else or me. Like why was I? He pretty much was like, why was I the result of some of something that would wasn't even my problem? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I mm-hmm. was like, yeah, he ain't lying. He ain't lying yeah. about that, bro. Everyone, they mama was calling Will Smith a bitch. Everybody, I got, I got, I got a question. I got a question about the uh, special. Yeah, <clears throat> I just want to throw this scenario at you, right? Uh, your daughter, if your daughter uh got kicked out of school, a really expensive school. You know, for just doing some stupid stuff, and uh, <laughs> and she just thought she was going to get back in. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm rich, if I'm rich like Chris Rock, I get let her get kicked out. If I'm poor and I, I and she had to get a scholarship, I'm whooping the ass. Okay. And trying to get her back in that school. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It depends. Yeah, yeah. That's only rich niggas could do that shit. You only could do that. You only could do shit like you only teach a kid a lesson like that if you're rich. I don't know. Like, Even if no, I'm, I'm, that's how I feel. Like, if you not if you're middle class, like it depends on the level of school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, look for him in that situation. I thought that was a good move. Now for yeah. him to say, "I ain't tell nobody till this Netflix special that I did that." <laughs> hey, whoa, wild man well, for that one. Hey, hey. <laughs> I hope that was like there was some fibs in that story because that's crazy. Bruh. I mean. She in culinary school now. I did find it cool that he ended the show with his daughters on screen and stuff, but like I'm sitting oh, there like, yo, that. that's wild. Yeah, he ended the job with his daughters on screen and his and his mother in in, okay. in French. Um, but I was like, that's wild. He was just like, I I kept this to myself. <laughs> the first time they go find out. Hey, it's today. I honestly though, I agree with everything he said where he wants his daughters to be bougie as hell. Oh yeah, big facts. I'm fine with that. 
hey, if that's what you want to do, especially like especially with him saying his mom, what what we going but basically one not even two generations removed. Yeah, you know, it's dope to be like, oh yeah, my daughter, <laughs> the Four Seasons. That's my favorite hotel. Like, I love that. Now, as a person in real life, isn't that the greatest thing? No, but for the joke, I love it. I mean, I think in real life, I think even in real life, bro. Um, at one point, at some point, one a generation of black people don't need to know all the struggles. Like, yeah. yes, yes, they should learn our history, but do they need to know all the struggles? Yeah, they do don't they need, need to, to go through, or yeah. not even because they can't know it, but do they need to go through a serious struggle? Like, that's nah. like. They, do they need to go through something that's not even humane? Because a lot of stuff our mm-hmm. ancestors been through is not humane. It's not humane yeah. struggle. It's not something a person should actually go through. Everybody going to have their own struggles in life, but to uh to to go through something that just like us is not humane. It just don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? For us to yeah. put them through that. So I get it. Now the fourth season that was a funny one. I ain't that gonna was lie. funny. I I like how he broke up the 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 special into three parts. I don't know if you noticed, but every time he uh, said, I don't need another rapper mad at me is when he switched, like, yes. he switched up what he was talking about. <laughs> I thought that was, like, genius. I was like, no, man, I sometimes don't need another you forget, rapper. you forget that, like, he's not just no regular comedian. No, you know what he's saying? one of the legends. You, Yeah, you forget, like, it's so, it, it, it's very odd to me that every time we have these comedians that we call the greats, every time they say something, Exactly what they say in their special is gonna happen in the media. Yeah, like the select, <laughs> like the like the selective outrage. Like literally, people are upset at him for for calling Jada Pinkett a bitch in the special. But if you watch the fucking full special, you, you would understand. You would have heard the anger in his voice too. Like, yep. like, it's just so crazy that like people don't even watch these things and then put judgment in. Um, put their opinions on it and not even get the full scope of what the, what he's talking about. And then at the same time to defend Will Smith, like you could defend Will Smith for what he did. Cause like at the time it's like, yeah, I'm going to defend my wife. But at the same time, if you ain't wrong, if you're like on Chris Rock's side and saying like, that was, that was ridiculous, you know? Very ridiculous, especially to do it at that point. Cause I know yeah. he would have saw Chris Rock at another time. Mm-hmm. He could have seen Chris Rock hey. behind the stage. Hey, he could have slapped him behind the stage and no one would have seen it. No one would have knew about it. It had just been a rumor. It would have been just a, been a rumor. Yeah. And the only way we would have known about it is if Chris Rock says something. But he, Chris Rock, I do agree with Chris Rock saying, like, why he slapped me when I didn't even do anything. Like, I made yeah. fun of her for a concussion. Ain't nobody fucking like concussion. I don't care what Owen said. Fuck that movie till I die. That movie ruined my favorite thing for me and everybody else. I hate that fucking movie. And that was the that in my opinion, that was the first that was Will Smith's first strike in my book. It's his only strike, but his first strike. That's hilarious. I wasn't a fan of the movie either. I ain't yeah, gonna, that, that I ain't movie gonna lie. was stupid. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's a fucking um, stupid ass movie. But ruining football for everybody. <laughs> But also, um, Chris, he also said, I'm not playing the, um, what's the word? Victim? Start with a D. Yes, I'm not playing the victim. Like, yeah. he was like, I really want to make this clear. <laughs> I'm not going to be the victim in this situation. Um, 
And maybe you can tell he wasn't, cause like of course it wasn't like he went got slapped and then just gonna you know try and yeah. try and tear his name down. It ain't, it ain't even like yeah. he tried to tear down Will Smith's name. It was just like he did could slap me, bro. Like he was like yeah, I love really Will Smith up to this point. I love yeah. that man. And people really overreacted to the emancipation joke. Yeah, yeah. Cause he was like, man, now I gotta watch Emancipation and be happy he get whooped. Cause <laughs> I, I, hey, if somebody you don't fuck with. Is it a slave movie or any movie where they're getting their ass whooped? You're going to be cheering for the person whooping their ass. You just gonna smile it don't matter if it was a slave movie or not. You're going to smile a little bit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Be like, yeah, fuck that nigga, man. Like, he was being <laughs> fully honest. Like, he didn't say, oh, I hope I, I enjoyed watching him get whooped. No, he said, now I got to watch it and be happy about it. Yeah. Making nah. me a damn Uncle Tom. Oh. <laughs> like, that shit was too funny. I, I, this definitely reminded me. It didn't have to remind me because I was I was a big fan of Tambourine, the Tambourine special. I really liked yeah. that one, and I've heard some people say, you know, he. I've heard some people say he, Dave Chappelle, woo woo, but this yeah. man is a legend, bro. I seen people calling it a fucking minstrel show. What is that? I don't even know what that. A is. minstrel show is like, it's like a, a uh, one of uh, those shows when black people used to be shucking and jiving for the white people on stage. I ain't see no white people out there, up there. He only showed black people in the audience. And my and uh, what's it called, Bruh, He did a live special on Netflix. First time ever. This is the first time they ever did anything live on Netflix. No one's talking about that. Even that though, I've never, I've, uh, may, maybe it's happened before, like on cable television. I've never seen nobody do an hour live, like no editing, no. You know, no, you know, yeah. you know, no production on it. Like he, I think it's he just happened dropped before. It, I think it's happened before. It's happened numerous times. I think um, what was uh one of the uh was it Martin Lawrence live? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like this, it's a common thing. Usually, it's recorded live, but and they don't edit it. And they just put it up, even even though they still edit a little bit. That's what but, I'm saying. Uh, well, that's, that's right they there. do live cuts. That's what they do. That's how they do it. They do the live cuts when they cut to the it audience. Was, it was impressive. Um, yeah. Did you see Loki and Rosie from uh, Say Less with Cass in the stands? They showed them like I three times. I thought I saw them. I yeah, they I showed them, them like three times. I was like, oh, look at them. That's what's up. <laughs> Getting the Netflix special. But I thought oh, the special man. Speaking was great. Of, um, speaking, of lo- speaking of some New Yorkers, Yeah. Angela Yee is in the news. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> some Angela Yee controversy with the Breakfast Club. Yeah, I, um, I, I honestly thought it was a it's a publicity stunt to promote her new show. I mean, digress. she was. I don't think so because she was. I think she was there to promote, so I don't think she had to yeah. do a publicity. She was there. No, no, but like this is getting people talking about her. I mean, uh, that's I don't fair. think I, she did it intentionally. You know? Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Now I'm curious. My thing is, I wonder what she considers people working for the Breakfast Club because I see plenty of women working for Charlemagne, but I don't know yeah. if that means working for the Breakfast Club. You know what I'm saying? Well, I also wonder if it was, I wonder if she meant like when she started there, when she first got there, was it all men? It's like so much. She, there's no context. I mean, there's not a lot of context to what she said. Well, um, she said um that uh she was talking about the room itself, like in the room, 
Got you. No, yeah, she, she was definitely the only woman. Yeah. Because I seen um, DJ Envy was like, nah, that's not true, blah, blah, blah. And then he said on the Breakfast Club, he, t- he spoke to her privately, and she was like, no, I was saying, like, in the room, like, me, Charlemagne, and you. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was just, I was by myself, which is valid. I just think people took it out of context, and then it's, like, going to be used to promote her new show. I just can't believe Lil Ma. Was it Lil Ma? Lil Mama? Thank you. That's how much she, that's how irrelevant. <laughs> but this is coming out, but a lot of people were talking about like, oh, Angela Lee never defended women when they was on the show with her, with, uh, when they were on the show and like Charlemagne or DJ Envy was getting wild. Like they were saying that she contributed to it. I don't but know, like, bro. Like, I have, I've watched a, a ridiculous amount of Breakfast Club in it. Me too. Like, I was like back the, back when back when back when Breakfast Club was on World Star. Yeah. Like that's how long we've been watching. Well, here's the thing. A lot of these interviews that we be watching, after the after we watch them, a lot of people be like, oh, that was fucked up. This is fucked up. Like Yeah, I, I mean, it might be me. I just never caught that stuff. Yeah. And I'm bro, probably, well, you know. Yeah, a lot of interviews that like I never not noticed anything wild, but to some people it's like, yo, that was wild, disrespectful. Blah, blah, blah. Especially when when Charlemagne made little mama cry. But that was nothing, that was definitely intentional. It was <laughs> but it's just mad funny. But that shit affected her so much. But it's just like, all right, and part of me is like, it's gonna be bad radio <clears throat> if every time they say something, she tries to correct them. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, all right, maybe. Because she'll be like, not no, really her. don't say that. Like, yeah. she'll say things like that. It's like, I don't know what else they want her to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people, I just, look, bro. And that's what like, she fucking said, though. It was hard being the only woman in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas are stupid. We just figured it out. <laughs> what the fuck? She just said it. She said it and people pointed it out. Oh, she never stood up for it because she, what she just fucking said. Oh. She's the only woman in the room. Yep. Wow, Jay. Wow. Wow. You're a deep brother, man. Hey. You know, I ain't you, even you smoke. You're a deep brother, man. I ain't even smoke today. The thing I, is, bro, it just seemed like, and you know, nobody wants to see anybody be successful. That's just really yeah. what it comes down to, It's bro. just crazy. Like, she honestly. finally... She finally, after, you know, being in that spot for a very long time, has her own radio show now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, of course, at this point in her career, now people want to come out and say something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This Oh, God. It's, it's like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, she bro. just said why. Like, all these people bringing up how she didn't defend women. She just said why. Shout out to Angela Yee, bro. I, I, yeah, I'm, a of her, uh, I'm a fan of her. I'm a fan of her. her show. What's that joint? Lip, uh, lip, lip service. service. I like her lip I service podcast. Um, I never listened it, to John, it. That, in my that life. thing. Good for her. That thing get freaky, bro. I can't do it. I every would imagine. Day. I've heard. I've I've seen like yeah. clips and stuff. Uh, lip service podcast. She she got a radio voice. I really rock yeah. with it. I rock with Real it. Real good radio voice. Some people got that born with those type of voices, you know. And, and the crazy thing is, bro, for a long time, we didn't even see her face because of the way the yeah. cameras was angled. Hey, I didn't know what she looked like for the longest time. Like, they ain't even show her face, bro. It would just be Charlemagne and Envy. Like, what makes you think well, we want to <laughs> see Charlemagne's face? 
<laughs> the whole shit was interview. all discolored. Oh this my goodness! Like DJ Envy looked like a peanut. It was just like, come on, DJ Envy. I respect this man, but his questions sometimes are the, some of the worst fucking questions. <laughs> and his he questions. got no thought behind him, and they be like, "Oh, can you explain?" <laughs> like, uh, uh, uh. So, uh, uh, uh. And like, bruh, and come on, think about the questions. And Charlamagne be like, "But why would you ask that?" <laughs> he always. <laughs> He always says, "Why would you ask that, bro? Like, what you trying to do?" Oh shit! <laughs> All right, man, we'll move on, dog. We'll move on. All right, yeah. what should we do first, bro? Uh, emasculation or John Morant? Let's, you know what? Let's just not talk about the emasculation. You can't. The conversation can't be done properly with just us two. I want a woman's perspective. That's fair. That's fair. So <laughs> we ain't never gonna speak about this. We ain't topic. never gonna get to this. <laughs> Let's talk about John Warren. I don't. I don't, don't want to sound like a hotel anyway, bro. Like I gotta get my John Warren. You talking about John Warren? John Warren. I'm not going to skip. I'm not going to say that nickname, brother. Cold, bro. Hey, nah. It, hey, it's self inflicted. The nigga wanted to be a gangster. Let the nigga be a gangster. I guess. I don't know. Hey, bro. All right. So let's explain for those yeah. who may not know. Um, John Morant was on IG Live. Sometime last week. Was sometime last week? It was week? over the weekend. John Moran was on IG Live after a loss, by the way. After a loss. In Denver. In Denver. Um he in showed Denver. a gun on his IG Live in the either I don't know if it was a strip club or it not. Either but he a showed strip a club gun. Or a club. Showed a gun in the club. And the NBA suspended him for two games. Mind you, he was already mm-hmm. under investigation. For allegedly slapping a seventeen-year-old, allegedly punching a seventeen-year-old in the head ten to twelve times. Yes, he was, and then uh, running he, into his house and getting a gun. He's he's under invest. Yes, Jack, he's <laughs> under uh, under investigation for that, and uh, so now he's under investigation. Um, not only because he had a gun, but we got to know whose gun it was and did it cross mm-hmm. state lines. And, you know, if it crossed state lines, depending on what the gun laws are on those states, you yeah. know, we don't know what he could be charged with. Also, I think about that. Also, just the gun rules in regards to uh, the, the franchises. Um, yeah. I think Memphis had a gun policy. Has a, like the Memphis Grizzlies has a gun policy, like no guns within like 50 feet of the premises or something like that. Yeah. Allegedly, that's what I've heard. So, it's a lot of things going on with this man, and it sucks because he is turning into one of the faces of the league, yeah. if if not already. He's turning into one of the faces of the league due to his amazing uh, athleticism, you know, the stuff he does in the air. Uh, we haven't really seen since Derrick Rose, for real, for real. Um, and it's just like, where is this coming from? Yeah. You know? It kind of reminds this? me. All right, this is a hot. T- it kind of reminds me of Aaron Hernandez, low key. Bruh, I was thinking that too. Bro. Yeah, low key, low key. But before I get into that that hot take, I just want to say like, like it just doesn't seem right because last year, like he, it just feels like with with his ego growing, he thinks he can get away with more and more shit. Mm. Mm. Like he's doing dumb shit for what reason, and then. I don't know. I just don't agree with it. And it's it's like disrespectful because I guess 
I don't know if you heard this, but they had, they just had a players only meeting before the uh, before they went to Denver. Um, Stephen Adams led the meeting and was like, "Hey, hey guys, let's, we're twelve and twenty on the road. Let's stop. Let's get more. Let's get more discipline and not go out when we're on the road. Now go out this state. You know, try and stay more disciplined." And then this nigga went out. And not only mm. would he go out, he flashed a gun. Mm. So it's just like, oh, so now you allegedly. just... Allegedly. Oh, allegedly flashed the gun? Allegedly everything you just said. I don't know. No, sure. no. The meeting was... The meeting happened. <laughs> the meeting happened. The team meeting happened. The team meeting is not a legend. Okay. <laughs> so, and he still went out. It's allegedly yeah, no, that's that the meeting... The alleged part of the meeting is that was because Ja keeps going out. It was for just Ja. That's allegedly. But they did have a meeting saying, hey, let's try to get more discipline on the oh, road. Oh, wow. You know yeah. what's interesting? This reminds me of uh, college. Joe Namath. Oh. Joe so, Namath. Yeah, Joe Namath, man. Like the, the legend of Joe Namath is like before he was <laughs> named captain of the New York yeah. Jets, uh, he was a party. Like he partied. He would go out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Fur coat. Huh? Fur, fur coat. coat. I thought you said fur coat. And I was like, oh, no. whoa. Probably that too. <laughs> but the funny thing is, the year they won the Super Bowl, they named him captain. And the, uh, and uh, some of the players was like, bro, we just named him captain so he would stop doing this stupid stuff. And, <laughs> and, and Joe Namath, like, after they said that, you, there's a, you go to Joe Namath's confessional, right? And he was like, when they named me captain. <laughs> like tears going down his eyes. Like <laughs> that was the greatest thing I've ever my team has ever done for me. <laughs> oh my captain. god, that's so like, funny. That's yo. so funny. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but not John Moran, I just think he needs to get better people around him. I just think he needs well, to go maybe ahead. mature a little bit. Yeah. Like, I you think, can make mistakes. Um, like, I, okay, we have seen, we have seen two black men so far this basketball season literally try to destroy their lives. Who was the other we, one? Ime Udoku. Okay, okay, yeah. And John Morant. And now my question is, like, is self-sabotage, like, is this like a that's a some thing bl- some black like no the, no maybe not but it's just seeming like depending on where you come from I, I, I feel like I felt I feel like I've done self-sabotage before in my life but it's just one of those situations where like you feeling like you doing too good like imposter syndrome it's that feeling of like bro like cause apparently John Morant just just signed to power he just had a crazy uh deal with power mm-hmm. he was about to be the face of nike bro yeah. and sometimes it's like dang you know it could be that thought of like bro like uh you know that thing of like you know if i do too good folk ain't gonna rock with me no more cuz now i'm like you know either this guy or it's just like i don't deserve i really don't deserve this you know what I'm saying? I don't think or, it's that at all. And but it's also like some people possibly just want to be 
maybe they just operate better under that underdog label. I'm not saying this gives the nigga an excuse to like show a gun on Instagram live, but it just seems interesting. I feel like some people just work better under the label of underdog, uh, always trying to get to the top. But then when they get there, it's like they don't know how to handle that level of success. Right. Cause I'm thinking, I'm looking at John Morant. Yeah. Bro, I went to Murray State. And I'm not saying it's a terrible program, but what makes you a player of his caliber decide to go to a lower level school like that? You feel me? Yeah. And I'm like, is it because you just want to stay, you want to be, you want to always feel that underdog feeling? Because being at the top and staying at the top takes another different level of discipline. Right, yeah. we look at LeBron James for all these years, but he ain't even done nothing yet to even have this 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 feeling. You know what I'm saying? He ain't done shit, bro. Memphis they ain't was, done shit. They Memphis ain't done was shit. Number two last year, bro. So what? Did they win? Did they did they wait? Did did they win anything? Did they get a ring? Did he get MVP? Did he get? Did he get? He the got most title? improved. He got most improved, and he got two awards last year. Okay. But he still ain't done nothing. They ain't done nothing. Don't discredit this nigga. I'm not discrediting, but I'm saying that he ain't done nothing to get him to the point to feel like he's at the top. No, you're, but you're also talking about his athletic career. Now, what he's doing is destroying himself off the court. Because I'm yes. my bad. Because res- respectfully, I what he you're right on the court. The, you can clearly see he's focused. He on the grind, right? But you can clearly see that off the court, there's something. It's something that something is going on. I think he's just and, trying and, to you be know, cool. I don't, we don't follow the dude. We don't, I don't, I don't, I see what you're saying. Me personally, I don't want to put it like that because I don't know what he, I don't know what's going on in, in cut life. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's uh, crazy. It's just crazy like to, he needs to watch. better people around him. He need better people around him. It's the people around you that allow you to do the things he's doing. Hey, I mean, that's fair, but at the end of the day, bro, it's his life. It is his life. But at the same time, if you surround your people, surround yourself with people who who won't allow you to get in no shit like that, you're, you're not going to get into shit like that. But it also sounds like... I'm talking like, about like people to hold him accountable for his actions. No, it also sounds like he took offense just going off of this players meeting, what you were saying. Cause there's a lot of people that take offense to like somebody trying to tell them what to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he know, I he know that meeting was for him. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying. For sure. And then and then for them to have a players meeting and then they lose, he was like, I know for a fact he was <laughs> probably play with niggas like that. I know for a fact it was like, okay. But that's you got. You get say out your we don't ego. go. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You say we don't go out and then we lose. Okay, nigga. I'm, I'm a, but he was talking about that. But there's a thing they be going out after the games, and they be they still. I mean, it don't matter. They're twelve and twenty on the road. That's terrible. That's terrible. That is actually <laughs> terrible. I thought they were doing good this season too. Well, twelve and twenty. Old. I don't know what they record is though. I think they're decent. I think they're middle of the pack in the West. And they was like one of the top in the conference last year. Memphis Grizzlies record. Yeah. I don't know, bro. It just seemed like uh, self-sabotage or something that. It is self-sabotage while, for sure. While it is a everything, every, every, you know, everybody probably deal with it. 38 and 25. Yeah, they in the, they in the mix. While it is something that I'm sure everybody deal with, it just seeming like 
it just seems, of course, because I I keep up with black people more, but it just seems prevalent, especially amongst these black athletes, where it's like, bro, why would you even be close to a, a gun when you have millions of dollars on the line? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, me personally, um, my you know, initially, initially I was like, okay, you show a gun on IG Live. Now the question, of course, I think they should still do investigation, but my thing yeah. is, all right, if it's his gun, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it's his gun and he legally, he legally owns the gun, then it's like, well, what are we suspended for? But then, you know, uh, he also is an employee for a corporation. Yeah, you know and he's saying? the face of it, you know? Yeah. It's tough. It's like, yeah, it's, you know, but he only got suspended by the league for two games. He got benched indefinitely by the Grizzlies. And I think it's because of that damn player's beating. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely because of that damn player's beating. Imagine you had the player's beating. Hey, look, y'all. We got to stop going out, (laughs) y'all. Like... (laughs) (laughs) We got... Hey, guys. We out here. We out here. We out here going to clubs, y'all. And just doing all types of stuff, crazy stuff out here with weapons in our in our trucks. Yeah, nah. just keep saying John like at the end. Like, <laughs> now nah, I'm not saying it's you, John, but you know, yeah. hey, after the game we can't have a sit, right, John? Hey, look, hey, look. <laughs> Steven Adams like, nah, I'm not calling John out, and then somebody beside him like, yes, this nigga is. <laughs> Nah, I just, but like, why even, even be about, like, why is he trying to be about that life, man? Like, he don't need to do that no more. Bro, bro, Memphis is a different city, bro. I don't agree with that. Bro, let me tell you, (laughs) let me tell you, I took a, (laughs) and this may not be anything to do with it, but I took a bad trip to Memphis one time. And we, uh, we was on Bill Street. By the way, that's the, like, the only thing Memphis got. Yeah. There's no point of going to Memphis if you just, if you. We was on Bill Street, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Everything is around Bill Street, tourist-wise. You go okay. anywhere outside of Bill Street, yeah. you in Memphis. You know okay. what I'm saying? You in the hood. Okay. So we we ended up, me and uh, some, of the, some of my homies, we ended up going to this market. We ended up going a little bit past Bill Street. We saw this market. We out there chilling, just standing there. Police. Police just walk up to us. This black policeman. He was like, y'all not from around here. I was like, how you know? Like, your pants at your waist. (laughs) (laughs) Look, look, bro. He literally, he literally just like, y'all keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) Walked away. I I was like, I was like, bro, we in a different city, huh? Like, like, we really in Memphis, bro. That's crazy. I don't know, bro. I mean, a, a lot of craziness has gone on in Memphis lately, bro. But what does that have to do with him? What does that have to do with it? It was like he is dealing with different type of niggas, bro. It don't matter to me. What no matter where I am in my life, no matter what city I decide to live in, and you know I'm a popping off type nigga. If I'm making 200 mil guarantee, you I ain't gonna the only time you're gonna see me is when I'm on national television playing basketball. Like, I don't understand. Like, you make like this is like you're ruining your sh- your shit, bro. Like that's not wise. 
And hey, I don't, man, I don't. And, and it's interesting because I, I do, I be thinking that too. But I also had to remind myself, I'm just not in that position. If I ever got yeah. in that position, and I, you know, I played my cards right, then and I, you know, I feel like I could, I could say, like this nigga really tripped. But yeah. I'm also like, he is 23, bro. Like he, uh, he's still a young boy. Yeah, he, you man, know what I'm saying. Man. And it's like, you know, y'all just hope he get it together. But I'm also not gonna put myself in a position where like. I'm just really judging this thing. That makes sense why he was playing basketball with a 17 year old. Yeah, he was 23, bro. He like, yeah. I mean, for that's like he's probably 22. Like, like, that happened. Technically, only two years removed from college. Yeah, I, don't, I, I forget when he got a, to the league. Hey, but. when I was 22, I almost beat up a 17 year old. So exactly. I understand that now. But still, you in the NBA? I'm yes, the, the, yeah, you are in the, the NBA. Way. But all the money does is exacerbate your character. It, it just shows you really no, you're who right. you are. You're right. And, and he still got I me mean, at twenty three. Really is at twenty three. It's not that that's who he is. Just you realize money don't mature you. Yeah, like that's right. just work you got to do for yourself on your own. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like just because you throw some money at somebody, don't mean he just gonna switch it up all of a sudden. Like mm. the the NFL, the NBA, all these major leagues, like. It should be money, and they need, like, a life coach. They need, like, some extra stuff with that, bro. You can't just throw money at these niggas and say, come to practice at eight. But, here, but here's my thing. You know how many niggas from the hood play professional sports and don't get into no shit like this? So, like, like this, there's always niggas that get into shit. But, like, it's just, it's just, it's concerning to me because it's, like, this ain't the first. This he's not the first nigga from the hood to make it. No, I mean, look, you would thought everybody learned from Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, especially with the because that was very they shooting at each other in the locker room or something like that. They didn't shoot at each other in the locker room, but they so, pulled guns out on each other in the locker room. Gilbert Arenas, yeah, pulled guns out on him. Then he come, <laughs> he came out two pistols. Yeah, <laughs> like like the Matrix, bro. Hey, bro, the city was different back then when Gilbert. Balling, bro. The city was just a different vibe, bro. Once he once he stopped, it was like just dead. Mm. I don't know how to explain it, bro. I mean, it was yeah, sad. the Wizards ain't been good for a long. Ain't been time. good since, bro. I mean, hey. John Wall kind of gave the city some life, but it yeah, wasn't they went the same. Playoffs a couple times, but it then they did not, John Wall dirty. It was not the same, bro. John Wall, but John Wall. Get speak about basketball players. John Wall's another one of them niggas that he 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 a crap straight up. <laughs> And he don't even get in no situation like this. This nigga didn't get in trouble until COVID. Because he yeah. went to a party. So, yeah. like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Good for John Wall. They're doing that nigga dirty. Bro, he 23. He got plenty of time to turn around, man. Yeah, no, he do. Yeah, I just hope he learns his lesson after all this shit. Because he's fucking up his bag. He's fucking it up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now he ain't never gonna not be good at basketball. So like the bag ain't fucked up that bad. It's not. Yeah, it's not about the basketball. It's like okay, like uh, professionally yeah. wise, like outside of outside of sports, that can really it's, fuck up. It's, I, for me, I'm just thinking of like life. It's just like yeah. It's like, do you not yeah. want to be? He can't be in the league the if one, you go to jail. Like, do you not want to be the one that? 
you know, is the one that your family looks up to. Do you do yeah. not want to be the that guy? It feel like he's just trying to avoid a certain responsibilities yeah. that comes yeah. with being a, like a man, man. You know what I'm saying? And I, ain't, I'm just saying what it looked like for me. You know, I ain't trying to judge. Yeah. Anything. It's just saying it just looked like he's just trying to avoid being who he's supposed to be or who mm. people expect him to be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's it's tough. It's tough to actually like decide. I'm gonna walk in. I'm gonna walk in those shoes. Like actually be the person. Yeah. Actually be no, that, that guy that tough. people find. You know, people rely on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, those are some tough know. shoes to fill because if you ain't been in that position, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot. It's a, it's heavy. You know, having to take be that guy that everyone comes to. I do, yeah. It's just you know it's, it's just a, it's disappointing, bro. That's what it is. It's disappointing for him to be in situ- to get himself in situations like that. Like you have ex- high expectations for the guy because he's a good player. Seems like he's a good kid, and then he gets into issues like this. You know, it. I think yeah, it's just this point because of the player he is. But yeah. I mean, we, we've seen ignorance like this from NBA players all the time. All the time. Not like we don't see this. It's just the fact yeah. that it is John Morant. Like this guy yeah. is super talented. Way kids too talented to be in some mess like this. Right. Yeah, Everybody doing the gritty. Them. No, folk don't do the gritty because of Justin Jefferson. I'm sorry. The yeah, folk do, do the gritty because of John Morant. I didn't know who Justin Jefferson was. Like, <laughs> I didn't know who he was until I started playing fantasy football this year. Mind you, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson and Jamal Chase been doing the gritty since LSU. Yeah. But John Morant, as soon as he started doing it, he blew it, it up. Different. Yeah. He blew it like, up. Don't hit like, bro. I knew what it was. Like, it was getting pop. It was going viral. And because it is because they made it vi- go viral, he elevated it. He got all the little white kids doing it and shit now. <laughs> like he, like yeah, he really blew yeah, it up. Yeah, man. But it's because they're um, young, you know. Nah, man, keep him in. I'm gonna, you know, we rooting for you, Ja. Hey, I'm I for that I, man. Hey, I hope he, I hope he get figures out this situation and he learns exactly because yo, there's way better. too many uh. Way too many international players taking over the NBA. We got we got to keep this. We got to take this many. back, bro. We got to take this back. Hey, hey, we keep we 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 gotta get it together because then we get more, we get more niggas like Ben Simmons in the league, and we don't need no more Ben Simmons in the league. All right. Yeah. We don't need no more. Yeah. Talk Sorry, about. Man. I need to go to a psychologist to shoot the basketball. I don't. Don't get me started on Ben Simmons. I don't. Don't, don't start. Don't start. Please don't. I'm, I'm, do not. We're going to move on. We're going to get into some music. Yeah. Okay. Because I want to give a shout out to Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver just dropped an album called Love Sick. Okay. Okay. And what's cool about the Love Sick album is that it is based off a 14 minute mini movie that he produced and is on Amazon Prime right now. Okay. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So he made yeah, a short yeah. film. He made a short film. It's part of the Amazon Prime like music series yeah. they've been doing. Okay. So he made a he made like a fifteen minute video, and the album is based off of that video. So like every person in the album has something, you know, dealing with love in a different way. Okay. And so each of the songs is kind of like that. I it's like. Uh, it is. It is, man. My favorite off of that joint is "For Me" with Cali Uchis. He uh. He sampled Give Me That Sugar. I forget the artist's name. He got a nice little reggae vibe on there. Elephant Plus, Man? Beanie yeah. Man, I mean. Yeah. Plus, he did the, uh, he also sampled for real. <laughs> Sound like an expensive track. But 
It's uh, it is that don't go hard. I he got some. It's a, it's a it's a couple party. It's a couple dance joints on there, and then you know, Don Tolliver just different, bro. This man dropped the deluxe. Apparently, he dropped the deluxe like a week later. Oh shit! And, yeah, they usually so, do that though. They usually do that. Nah, the sometimes deluxe comes that. out. It, it depends. He, he yeah, dropped it very quickly. He dropped it very quickly, and then on the deluxe is Travis Scott. And uh, some other dude from Texas, but um, he been he been making his media runs, going around talking about the album. So, I it's cool. Travis Scott's I, I, coming everybody soon. Everybody should check it out. Travis is Scott he? is coming soon. Yeah, apparently it's coming out this year. Hey, bro, I need it. Yeah, I need a rage. Respect. We need, we, hey, it's not, I ain't gonna do any of them concerts, but you know, I will listen to this. <laughs> Exactly. I'm not going to a concert, exactly. but I will rage in my home. Yeah. I'll jump around my living room. Crazy. Exactly. Jump around in my car, but I ain't going to any of them concerts. I'm sorry. Ain't nobody going to a Travis Scott concert unless they're their true fans. Again. Yeah, it's going to be a while, but I would you love to hear. I would love to hear a Travis Scott album. A couple other yeah. joints drop. Uh, well, ironically, uh, well, I found out Don Tolliver and Kali Uchis have been dating for a long time. Oh. And Kali Uchis dropped her album the same day, around oh, the same shit. time. So she's out Damn. right now, too. Her music ain't really my vibe. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I'm sure a I lot like of people features. love it. I'm Beautiful not sure. Voice. she, But she's great on a feature. Like, I love her features. But when I listen to her albums, maybe I got to hear it again. Yeah. But it's not my vibe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know a lot of nah, people I, that bad rock. I understand that. Um, another one I've been meaning to get to is Kenny Mason. Uh, cause he's like he's like Dreamville adjacent. I don't know if he's signed with yeah, Dreamville. Kenny Mason. I, I've I've seen that name before. Isn't he like a? He has like a kind of like a, oh, like kind of a rock sound. Going it's to it's an alternative. Yeah. alternative. So, yeah. So and on uh his Angelic Hood Rat album, it was definitely a lot of like rock vibes. And I think the last one was just real rap stuff. But this one's called Three. I haven't gotten into it yet, but I plan on it. I plan on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, man. Dreamville also thing. made the soundtrack for uh, Creed Three. Who? Dreamville also made the soundtrack. Oh yes, for Creed yes. Three. Yes, Dreamville balling, bro. That's yeah, shoot. Dreamville balling. It's really a, a competition between them and TDE, in my opinion. It's really just them two. I mean, it's interesting because it's like you know when you're comparing them. What's it called? TDE drop. TD, TDE did the soundtrack for Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, Dreamville did the soundtrack for Creed. It's kind of in the same lane. Yeah. And you just see them kind of going back and forth. That's the only <laughs> reason you could compare them is because they're, 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 they're in the same lane. They're doing the same Literally shit. They have the artists we all love. TD's artist is just a little bigger right now. Yeah. Well, the ones I mean, that SZA, the biggest R&B singer of, in our, of our generation. Yeah. For sure yeah. right now. She's Pretty killing much. it. Like... She's killing it. Uh, Pretty much, man. Speaking of R&B singers, before we go. Yeah. I watched, I, I just watched the Whitney Houston movie. Okay. Have you seen it? I didn't intend on it. I'm not going to lie. I had okay. no intentions on watching this movie. How was it? It was good. The girl okay, who played cool, Whitney cool. Houston did a really good job playing Whitney Houston. She sounded exactly like her. Not didn't That's look cool. like her too much. But she sounded exactly like she even had like the walk down the mannerisms. She killed it as, as um Whitney Houston, Ashton Saunders, old boy from 
Wu-Tang, who plays the RZA. Yes. Played Bobby Brown. How was he? Horrible. <laughs> bro, let me tell you, bro. Let His me tell voice you. was too deep. <laughs> let me tell you, bro. This man. He's okay. Yes. <laughs> like... He's- He's not the strongest actor in my opinion. Hey, here's my thing, bro. I'm not the biggest fan of. I was not the biggest fan of Wu Tang, right? But I've heard RZA talk. Yeah, he don't. Maybe sound I was. Like maybe I'm missing something. But the way he be talking on the show, that's how he was talking as Bobby Brown. <laughs> that's how he was talking as Bobby Brown. They gave him the gap and everything. It looked terrible. That was the worst part of the movie. Him and oh, Bobby Brown. Man. See, but the movie was good. He a good actor though. I liked him on. Um, Equalizer. I liked him on Equalizer. At, I liked him on Moonlight. Native Son. He was good yeah, at Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna diss. Yeah. I ain't trying to diss them, man. They ain't diss them, but like, he, he, he's not a good actor to play, portray people in biopics. <laughs> he's a good, he's a good actor. I'm not gonna say he's not the strongest. He's a good actor. He's just not good at impressions. His voice is too deep and raspy. I guess since we're on biopics, I will say, I don't know if you started watching season three of Wu-Tang American uh, Saga. I stopped watching it in the first season. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I know a lot of people are making fun of Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes was in like the first or second episode, and the person playing him, people was like, that ain't Busta. But I'm like, Oh, I got to see that. I got to see the actor. Uh, I'll tell you what's an interesting scenario, and I got to finish the season, but Ghostface Killer, uh, of course, him and Riz's sister he had a baby. Yeah. And so now they on tour. And Ghostface Killer got a little got a little lady on tour with him. Oh, that's and RZA an awkward didn't know. situation. Yeah, RZA, RZA wasn't on the previous tour. So RZA's on this tour like, yo, he talking to his brother like, why? You know, why Ghost with this chick all the time? Like, like bro, he, he with our sister. And his brother knew. His brother knew about the situation. Yeah. So he was the only one out, and he was just like, "Bro, like our sister is like a grown woman, like she gonna do what she want." And I was like, "That is that is kind of awkward, bro." To be That's on so tour. awkward. Hey, yeah, so if I see my sister's boyfriend or baby daddy, and we're cool, and he's fucking a bunch, of, he's fucking another woman, that's gonna make me upset, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't know my, how to feel. Why you doing my the sister dirty like that, man? That's my we sister. would have, we would have to be making a lot of money together. We'd have to have some words. <laughs> we gonna have to have some words, not no fisticuffs, because we gotta still make this money. But we gonna have to have some words. You will be called a motherfucker a couple times, and that's an ego trip too, because RZA yeah. is like part owner of Wu Tang at yeah. that time. Like everybody else is just signing them, so it's just that's kind of dope. Very, it's an interesting situation. Yeah, very you know interesting. But uh, man, but yeah, my other thing with the Whitney Houston movie. <laughs> Oh, you got more. I had two things. I only (laughs) said the first thing. I know you had two. My bad. I didn't know you had two. I had two. I didn't know Whitney Houston was gay. I was in shock. Jada was in shock. We was all in shock. We had no idea. And apparently that was just common knowledge. No, I didn't know either. But I will say this. In the Bobby Brown special, there was always that lady. Like with with Whitney. And Bobby was like, Bro, who is this girl? <laughs> like, even in the Bible, I'm like, who is this girl? It's Robin. Man. What's the case? That's Robin. Name. So, yeah. They had Nefessa Williams player. You remember Nefessa Williams? Nefessa Black Williams. Black Lightning. Which one? There's two of them. Right? The oldest daughter. Oh, okay. 
They had to dress like a boy a little bit, but it was funny. Was I ain't mad there. at that as one of the she greatest phrases too. a black man could ever say. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at that. I ain't, I ain't mad, mad at that. Get you out of trouble. I ain't mad at that. Get you out of trouble, bro. Um, also, before we go, I just want to say Snowfall is back. It is I'm back. Last season, season was trash. One. That's so crazy. Last season was trash, but this season, hey, they're killing it out the park, bro. Bro, that's what's up. Out the park. That's what's up, bro. I I've been terrible with TV. I don't yeah. even know what I'll be watching no more. I just be put on old <laughs> shows from like the nineties and just let it roll. <laughs> Fall asleep, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy life yeah. out here, bro. I guess so, man. Oh man. That's all we got today, bro. Everything yeah. good with you? Hey, everything good, you know. Just happy to be here, you know. I feel you, bro. I hope you staying healthy. I hope you staying strong up there in Boston. Yeah. Stay warm, bro. You y'all done got hit. Nah. Y'all supposed to get hit with another storm, apparently. Nah. All right, nah. Last Man, they, hey, <laughs> the last three storms was supposed to be bad. It ain't ain't really. It just rained. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I think uh, by this time of the year, winter's basically over. The snow's usually done. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. like we have the random snowstorm in April every now and again, but I don't think it's gonna happen this year. This winter wasn't too bad. We had that one week that was bad. I guess we can talk about that. What you got planned for the summer? We'll talk about that off air. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, once again, man, appreciate y'all for tuning into the No Claims Podcast. Big shout out to Angie and Sammy on our Patreons. We appreciate yeah, your yeah. support. If you would That's like two. early episodes of dare to talk and technically athletic as well as um some other things for the no claims podcast that you wouldn't know of because you're not on the patreon uh subscribe to our patreon <laughs> one starbucks cup a month so one five dollars a month subscribe to the patreon you know what i'm saying show some love a large coffee at D, you know feel me five dollars also if you're watching this on the youtube subscribe Cause some of y'all yeah. be watching this and you're not subscribed. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also hit the notification bell so that whenever we upload, you know, on time. All right. Big shout out to everybody who's been listening. Big shout out to everybody who's been watching. Pops, I'll see you. I know you watching. I know you tuned in, Pops. <laughs> Mama, you might be watching too, Ma. What's up? Give you a shout out. All right. Make sure. Also, if you ain't got no clothes. You know what I'm saying? You want some merch? You want a nice hoodie? All right, don't forget. Uh, NoClearancePod.com slash shop. Oh, yeah. Also, if you're not uh, subscribed to the email list or the Patreon, you don't know about the members-only store where you get all of this stuff for, like, half off. <laughs> Damn near. So, hey. Also, if any of y'all know me, if you want some uh, merch for the low, just text me. <laughs> just you just shoot me a text. You know? just shoot me a text. I'll see I the link. Take a couple weeks. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh man. Uh technically athletic part two is currently out on audio and YouTube. So check out this part two where I interview the man of the legend, light skin assassin himself, Jalen. <laughs> and uh be on the lookout for new episodes and check out Dare to Talk, man. Is that all we got, bro? I think that's all we got. Shoot, we man. Hey. This episode. See you next blessed. week, KC. See stay you next blessed, week. Stay black. <laughs> stay blessed. Stay black, y'all. <laughs> Peace.